This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hi, I'm Vyoka Zimatu, your host for the brand new program, Show Me. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m., we will share on the word, focus on building oneness in our nation. Join me every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on Show Me. It's no longer just about the talk. It's about the walk. Umdu, gumdu, kamandu. Can you believe it? It is Tuesday, it is midday, and it's time for Show Me. It's no longer just about the talk. It's about the walk. Umdu, gumdu, gabantu. You know what that means? You, a person, is a person because of other people. Yo, we cannot live alone in this world. We cannot live as lone rangers. <laughs> we are meant to be connected to other people, even according to Matthew, when the Bible says, when two or more are gathered in him, he is present in their midst. When two agree about anything on the earth, he is present in their midst. It's so beautiful to be back in studio. It's great to be with you. I greet you, everyone who is within the sound of my voice this midday. It is such a, a time where we have learned to appreciate even just breath, <laughs> you know, just breathing uh, these days that we are living in. It is a, a privilege. It is a blessing uh, just to be able to have a long life. And so each day that we are living, it is one that we must capitalize on. And I think if there's one thing that we must learn in this time, it's truly to allow your life, to allow um what God has put inside of you to be experienced by others, uh, to benefit from who God is in you, you know, and uh, they can be that attack that wants to choke and suck life inside of you where you don't feel led or strengthened to stand boldly and be you are and release the talent and the gift that God has given to you. So it is our prayer that uh, in these days that uh, if one thing we can just uh, put at the forefront of our operation day by day, it is to know that uh, who God has made you to be is experienced by people around you first, especially within your family, people that are surrounded you, people that know you best, people that know you when you're down, when you're up, that people begin to experience uh, the talent and the gift that God has given you, uh, whatever it is. Do not allow it to be blocked, to be suffocated, or to be in waiting uh, for, an, uh, for a certain time, especially on what you know you can do. Today, let us just open with a word of prayer uh, this morning. Father, we thank you for this morning we thank you for who you are this midday lord we thank you that we speak to the gates of time we say lift up your heads oh you gates be lifted up you ancient doors that the king of glory may come in and so father we bring your servants your people lord those who have been able to tune in on this day right here on radio cape pulpit your daily companion 
We pray that, Lord, even as we share, as we minister your word, Lord, we pray that, Lord, it will fall on solid and fertile ground, that you may be able to produce that which it has been sent forth to do in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So we pray that, Lord, let your word open my lips and just let your word fall into good soil on this day to be able to do what you have sent it to do. We thank you that your word, even in Isaiah 55, Lord says your word will not go uh, uh, void of its power and that it will accomplish all purposes by which it has been decreed, all purposes by which it has been released in the name of Jesus. So we thank you for this time. We say lift up your heads, O you gates of media. Lift up your heads, O you gates of hearts, of mind, of souls uh, that are appointed for this time to receive this word in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We give you glory, Lord, to give you honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 and amen. The, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we will start with the Psalm 51, uh, which is the, really a psalm of bowing our hearts, which is a psalm of surrendering to the Lord, of just uh, consecrating our lives, opening our spirits, you know, in a place where you come as a child of God before him, opening your heart as a child of God, as a son, as a daughter, wherever you are, where we just take a moment to just acknowledge uh, where we have fallen as his people. Uh, it, it's a space of reflection where you can look into your heart and just see that as much as we do our best, to be Christ-like, but we still fall short of the glory of God. And the Bible says there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I hear the Spirit of the Lord just opening this moment where you can acknowledge for there is power in repentance. In the name of Jesus, I have, uh, having seen what God does through the spirit of repentance, how he expects us to be the ones who bow down, to bring ourselves down so that he can lift us up. And when I say bring down, it is to acknowledge our sinful nature, acknowledge the weakness of the flesh, acknowledge our weaknesses before him and, uh, and repent purpose in our hearts to turn and to change. So in Psalm 51, the Bible says it was a prayer of repentance. It says, have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. 
Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear joy and gladness, that the bones that you have broken may rejoice. Hide me from my sin and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, the God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you do not desire sacrifice, or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. Do good in your good pleasure to Zion. Build the walls of Jerusalem. Then you shall be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with bent offering and whole bent offering, then they shall offer bulls on the altar. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Hallelujah. So join me as we really just come before the Lord in humility to just look within and identify um, what the Lord wishes to to us to pay attention to to cleanse in our hearts on this day for the issues of the heart are the ones that does this division uh, the issues of the heart are the ones that are the enemy of unity the enemies of oneness the enemies of togetherness the enemies of what god desires when he desires to see us as one as jesus is one with him the Spirit of the Lord, three in one, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And we as his people have truly battled to do this. We'll see you after this. And yes, we are back. We are tuned into Radio K Pulpit. It is your daily companion uh, with all the, um, the word of God that is released um, the friends of Radio K Pulpit, we truly appreciate your support and all the dedication and all the inputs and to all our contributors. Uh, it's always such a pleasure to know that we are surrounded by a community and a family that has become so special in this organization. We want to come back before the Lord this me uh, midday as we are led to take this opportunity to bring the spirit of repentance. Um, you have seen how we, the people of God, are on ch in church on Sunday and then saying one thing about the word and what God commands. And then when we get to the marketplace on a Monday or in our ministries, and then we are unable to implement the word and that we blend in with what is being done in the marketplace and this is something that has continued for just decades 
where we are able to, we as a people of God, are partaking in the rebuilding, the, 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 the establishment and the perpetuation of some of the work uh, that is glorifying the enemy. Uh, just because we are hungry and uh, because we have responsibilities and that we choose to compromise and uh, rather do things uh, yes, to fulfill our um, our needs, our financial needs, just to the extent in which we as the people of God have partaken in the building of uh, things that are against God, you know, where you, you, you ask God for forgiveness every day, knowing that you are doing something that is contravening with his word, but for the sake of survival, and for paying our bills and it's just sitting so heavily in my spirit this morning how we as his people have sold basically you know it's like we say one thing with our words but our actions then do the opposite you know and uh, so it is something that uh, we recognizing more and more as the spirit of the lord is intensifying in our midst how the heart of god and the spirit of the the, the holy spirit is grieved. Uh, we know it inside of us how grieved uh, the Holy Spirit is when we continue to do something that the Word of God is against, that God Himself is against, but we then do it for the sake of survival. And so we've come to that time now of challenge. There is an intensifying uh, spirit in the atmosphere released by God himself really to touch the people's hearts to be awakened uh, there are some of the things that we have been doing uh, just doing them out of being used by uh, I mean out of being used to doing them that way and also doing them out of the way the system has been structured where we as people of God uh, continue to be the hands uh, that continue to build the things that are against God because we are being paid for them imagine so it's something that uh, does not sit uh, well with you first because when you are a born again spirit-filled child of god uh, when you do something that is against the will of god your whole system tells you before even um you you are being able to acknowledge it so this morning uh, this midday really we are wanting to come before god and just take and acknowledge our sin that we have intermarried with the world and have become like the world and have participated in building the systems of the world. And even today, we still continue to do so. So we want to take this moment and just acknowledge before God and join our hearts and just repent and just ask for forgiveness and ask the Lord and seek him for the way out for those who find themselves in this position. We did say this is no condemnation. It is an awakening. It is a message of awakening as led by the Lord for us to begin to want to do something about the situations we find ourselves in where we do things that are against the word of God because it is a job. So we are the ones who are holding, who are the hosts, orchestrators, and um, the enablers in the marketplace for the work of the enemy to be sustained because we have made ourselves available to do so. 
under different conditions and circumstances. But as we ask, as cry before the Lord for deliverance and release, he is able to change your situation. So join me if you find yourself in this position. Let us read together, even in Ezra 9, um, the scripture there where Ezra uh, comes back before God after having seen the situation of his own people and how they have... um, uh, sold yearly to the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites, and just doing things before them. So join me, and you can meditate in your own time, but I really want to read the scripture as it articulates according to the word of God. In Ezra 9, join me there. Ezra learns of intermarriages uh, with non-Jews, After all this had been done, some of the leaders of the people of Israel, they came and told me, this is Ezra speaking, it says the Israelites came, the leaders of the people of Israel came and told me that the people, the priests and the Levites had not kept themselves separate from the people in the neighboring countries of Ammon, of Moab, Egypt, and from the Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Jebusites, and Amorites. They were doing the same disgusting things that those people did. Jewish men were marrying foreign women, and so God's holy people had become contaminated. The leaders and officials were the chief offenders. When I heard this, I tore my clothes in despair, tore my hair and my beard, and sat down, crushed with grief. I sat there grieving until the time for the evening sacrifice to be offered. And people began to gather around me, all those who were frightened because of what the Lord of Israel had said about the sins of those who had returned from exile. When the time came for the evening sacrifice, I got up from where I had been grieving and still wearing my torn clothes, I knelt in prayer and I stretched out my hands to the Lord my God. And I said, Oh God, I am too ashamed to raise my head in your presence. Our sins have piled up high above our heads. They reach as high as the heavens. From the days of our ancestors until now, we, your people, have sinned greatly. Because of our sins, we, our kings, and our priests have fallen into the hands of foreign kings. And now we have been robbed, slaughtered, and carried away as prisoners. We have been totally disgraced as we still are today. Now for a short time, O Lord our God, you have been gracious to us and have let some of us escape from slavery and live in safety in this holy place. You have freed us from slavery and given us new life. We were slaves, but you did not leave us in slavery. You made the emperors of Persia favor us and permit us to go on living and rebuilding your temple, which was in ruins, and to find safety here in Judah and Jerusalem. Verse 10. But now, O God, what can we say after all this that has happened We have again disobeyed your commands. 
that you gave us through your servants, the prophets. They told us that the land we were going to occupy was an impure land because the people who lived in it filled it from one end to the other with disgusting, filthy actions. They told us that we were never to intermarry with those people and never to help them prosper or succeed if we wanted to enjoy the land and pass it on to our descendants forever. And even after everything that has happened to us in punishment for our sins and our wrongs, we know that our God, you have punished us less than we deserve and you have allowed us to survive. Then how can we ignore your commandments again and continue to intermarry with these wicked people? If we do, you will be so angry that you will destroy us completely and let no one survive. Lord God of Israel, you are just, but you have let us survive. We confess our guilt to you. We have no right to be in your presence. Amen. You're listening to Show Me on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. And that's Charisma, Honeycomb, Grace, Grace. Great is your mercy. <laughs> My tongue is stuck on grace. Great is your mercy. Great is your mercy. Oh, Lord. Wow. What can we do uh, without him? Because we know that God is in control um, of everything at the end of the day. But he's just so just and such a gentleman who will not force himself uh, to us. And he will allow us to be the ones to make the choice. He comes with this sweet, small voice um, in our conscience that speaks and nudges us and uh, if we are willing to listen we can hear connect the dots and see that and awaken to see that God has been speaking to us for a long time God has been commissioning us for a while God has been directing and redirecting us as his people to choose his way and to return in the name of jesus i'm also now as i speak just reminded of um of, of daniel 9 let me just go there um, in the scripture in daniel you know uh, what i love about this word is that i'm reminded of it because what i was just about to say i just remembered how it is all articulated so well and packaged in this word of Daniel 9. Um, so I'm almost there. Is it coming? As I was about to speak, it just came to my mind that actually what I'm about to acknowledge, uh, it is already there in the word. And what a better way to articulate what we say through the word of God. Because the word is the sword of the spirit. It's not just words. It is the sword of the spirit. Because you fight uh, when you battle in the spiritual realm. We cannot use the physical weapons or the weapons of the enemy. But we take the weapons of us, the spirit that the Lord given us. The weapons such as prayer. We take the weapons such as word. We take the weapons such as communion. When last did you take communion? Wow. When last did you take even the communion? It's such a powerful tool. 
and uh, we have not um i think there's layers and layers of what uh it is about that we have not even begun to comprehend uh speaking for myself i go to daniel nine as i articulate just what the lord laid in my heart uh, the bible says in daniel nine daniel is praying uh, for his people and as we stand here even on this midday we are praying for our people praying for our families praying for our communities praying for our cities praying for our nation for the spirit of unity to flow and the spirit of unity and oneness um, engulfs an atmosphere where people um, know their position and people are able to bow their hearts to acknowledge their wrongs and to bring the spirit of humility and bow before the Lord and bow before the Lord to acknowledge as he's commissioning us and just uh, convicting us to do so this midday. If you have just joined us, my name is Vyogaz Madhu. I'm here up until one o'clock and the program focuses on the spirit of oneness. And uh, today the Lord just highlighting the state of our hearts, how we are the stumbling blocks to the spirit of unity flowing and oneness because of our hearts of rebellion, because of unforgiveness where we are hurt, and also because of what we continue to do the conflict, the internal conflict between what God wants us to do and what we are prepared to do for the sake of money. So that's the core of at times, the conflict that leaves our spirit in unrest uh, with us not enjoying the peace, the government of the Holy Spirit that is spoken of in Isaiah 9 the Prince of Peace. So we continue to do this as we bow our hearts before the Lord. In Daniel 9, the Bible says, Daniel's prayer for his people. It says, In the first day of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, of the lineage of Medes, who was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans in the first year of the reign of Daniel, understood by the books, the number of the years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. Daniel says from verse 3, Then I set my face towards the Lord God to make a request by prayer and supplication with fasting, with sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession and said, O oh Lord, great and awesome God who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him and with those who keep um, his commandments, we have sinned and committed iniquity. We have done wickedly and rebelled even by departing from your precepts and your judgments. Neither have we heeded your servants, the prophets who spoke in your name to our kings and to our princes and to our fathers and to all the people of the land. Lord, righteousness belongs to you. But to us, shame of face as it is this day to the men of Judah, to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and all Israel, those near and those far off in all countries to which you have driven them because of our unfaithfulness which we have committed against you. 
Oh Lord, to us belongs shame of face to our King, our princes and our fathers, because we have sinned greatly against you. To the Lord our God belong mercy and forgiveness, though we have rebelled against him. We have not obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws, which he set before us by his servants, the prophets. Yes, all Israel has transgressed your law and has departed as so as not to obey your voice. Therefore, the curse and the oath written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, have been poured out on us because we have sinned against you. And he has confirmed his words, which he spoke against us and against our judges who judged us by bringing upon us this great disaster that we see. For under the whole heaven, such has never been done as what has been done to Jerusalem. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this disaster has come upon us. Yet we have not made our prayer before the Lord our God that we turn from our iniquities and understand your truth. Therefore the Lord has kept the disaster in mind and brought it upon us. For the Lord our God is righteous in all his works which he has done, though we still have not obeyed his voice. And now, O Lord our God, who brought your people out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand and made yourself a name as it is this day, we, we have sinned and we have done wickedly. O Lord, according to all your righteousness, we pray, let your anger and your fury be turned away from our city, Jerusalem, your holy mountain, because for our sins and for iniquities of our fathers, Jerusalem and your people are a reproach to all those around us. Now, therefore, our God, hear the prayer of your servant and his supplications. And for the Lord's sake, cause your face to shine on your sanctuary, which is now desolate. God, incline your ear, hear and open your eyes and see the desolations that we are under and the city that is being called by your name. For we do not present our supplications before you because of our, un of our righteousness deeds, but it is because of your great mercies. We come before you not because we deserve, but because of your mercy. And the last verse says, O Lord, O Lord, forgive us, O Lord. Listen to us and act. Do not delay for your own sake, our God, for your city and your people are called here by your name. Hallelujah. We say, Lord, do not delay, come to our nation. Do not delay, come to our continent, our cities, and our homes. Father, as we reestablish a godly fear in our midst, in the name of Jesus. And so, as we have come to this time, join me, join me as, as, as we pray, as we head for the closure of this time of humility, just bringing our hearts before the Lord and just uh, just taking a moment to acknowledge really our wrongs in the spirit of repentance and asking the Holy Spirit to help us to change, to help us to turn. Yes, we have our strength. We have things where we are doing great. 
we have God using us, uh, uh, just taking our lives and using them for his glory, but we still fall short of the glory of God. And so we ask that the Lord will grow us, that the Lord will help us with the spirit of purity and holiness to cleanse our hearts, to cleanse our minds, to help us with self-control and all the fruits of the spirit that they manifest in our lives so that we can be true vessels of holiness, purity, oneness, and unity in our midst, Father. So chop, Lord, everything that is not of you in our lives, Father. We come before you on this day, Lord, to acknowledge that we have fallen and we have fallen far as your people, Lord. We recognize, Father, that we have strength, but we have major weaknesses that we have allowed in our environments. We have weaknesses in how we raise our children. Lord God, weaknesses in how we speak to our spouses. Lord God Almighty, how we handle um, those who serve us, employees in workplaces, Lord, where we as leadership at times do not display your love. So restore, Lord, you know the attitudes and the intentions of our hearts, but you are drawing us, Father God, from the place where we have been into a place where you are taking us in this place of promised land, a place of peace, a place of reconciliation with God, a place of dominion and the power empowered by the Holy Spirit as we allow the Spirit of God to freely move around us, to convict us, to direct us, to change us, to lead us. We thank you for your word. And as I said, Lord, you say, you will hear a voice behind you saying, here is the way, walk in it. And so, Father, we bring our work situations before you, where, Lord, we have become agents to continue to establish and keep in place and secure the work of the enemy because we are bound by the income that we get from what we do, where it is a contravention of your word, we ask for your forgiveness, Father. Where, Lord God Almighty, we do what our spirits are telling us, no, but we say yes on the basis of survival and income. Ah, Father, forgive us as your people. Forgive us for selling our souls, Father. Forgive us for continuing to hold in place Father systems that you now want to see removed, dismantled in order to free your people in this land, in South Africa, in Africa and the nations of the world. We thank you for the outpouring of your spirit, Lord God, to bring a new order in our midst, in the name of Jesus. So we thank you, Lord, that you can come help us, Lord God, to come before you to humble ourselves in spirit of humility, to admit our wrong, for it doesn't matter what the justification is, the reasoning is, Father, but to say one thing with our mouth, while we do the other in our actions, it is not pleasing to you. You are wanting to have 
this alignment beginning in the house of the Lord, beginning with your people, Lord, because your word says, Father God, those who do not know you, when they look at those who know you, they must see you. Lord, we have intermarried with the world. We acknowledge and we ask that you forgive us in the name of Jesus. We receive your forgiveness. We receive your conviction. We receive your direction where we will be able in this season to be empowered by your spirit to let our yes be yes and let our no's be no in the name of Jesus. So guide us, lead us by your spirit because Lord, you have been here. You have seen where we have been. You see the attitude, our hearts, the desire to change, to be transformed. Make a way out, Lord. Make a way even when there seems to be no way. We thank you for your word and we receive it this day. The acknowledgement of our intermarriage with the world and we ask that you forgive us in Jesus' name. Amen. In Isaiah 55, the word of the Lord invites us as the people. It says an invitation to an abundant life. You know, the word of God does not return void of its power. In these last verses of Isaiah 56, I want to just close with Isaiah 55 from verse 9. And I can hear someone says, I read that this morning. <laughs> it says Isaiah 55 from verse 9 to 13. You hear the word of the Lord, receive it and establish it in your spirit. For the Lord says, for as high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from the heaven and do not return there, but it waters the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall it be with my word that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out with joy and you shall be led out in peace. The mountains and hills shall break forth into singing before you and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. And instead of thorn, you shall come up the cypress tree. And instead of briars shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for his name for an everlasting sign that shall never be cut off. Yes, Lord, for you shall leave Babylon with joy and you shall be led out of that place in peace. The mountains and hills shall break forth into singing and the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We are serving a loving God we are seeing a law, a God who hears the cries of his people. You have been crying and you have been asking the Lord for a way out. And even on this midday, we agree with you and just thank the Lord in advance for what he's beginning to do. 
uh, what he is doing and what he's still going to do in your life, in your family, in your city, in your nation and the nations of the world in this hour of deliverance. We bless the Lord for his word that is manifesting. It is becoming uh, uh, flesh in our midst according to John uh, to John 1. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God and the word dwelt among us and became flesh. And that is what we, man, we see manifest, where the promises of the Lord are becoming flesh, where the will of God is being born in people's lives, in the lives of communities in this time of the outpouring of His Spirit. We trust that you have connected with that, uh, are blessed, are released, are forgiven, and uh, uh, released to discern and receive the guidance from the Holy Spirit on the way out where you need to make a way out. God bless you. We'll see you again uh, next week, the uh, same time on Tuesday at midday, where we focus on building oneness and unity in our nation, in our continent, and to the ends of the world. May the Lord bless you, keep you, make his face shine upon you, and give you peace. Amen. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.